0: And honestly, it was a good barbecue. And I 100 percent said to Jose, I was like, if you gotta eat someone, might as well be barbecue.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast. We have back with us one of our favorite guests, Kristen Farnham, who I just brings with so much life experience. You just never know when something we talk about is going gonna, is gonna, gonna to be something she actually lived. Like, for example, last time we talked about the Nexium cult. Um, cannibalism.
0: Right, like she made, we were just talking about cannibalism. Yeah.
1: Maybe Farnham is like, look, I was once stuck in the
0: Andes and I needed to eat someone. So,
1: <laughs> Papua. so, all right, so we'll get to cannibalism soon too. Um, today is what we call one of our catch-up episodes. We've done guests, we've done reviews. Now we're just going to talk about all the things we've been watching in the meantime. And it seems like there's going to be some good heated debate of trying to convince each other to watch things, which is very exciting. But before, before we get going becky wearing her official muna life so fun shirt how are you um
2: well listen things have been pretty bleak around this house i i would like to tell you about the mother's day gift i got gifts i got from my family first is do you hear my voice that's that's my first I'm gift
1: your laryngitis is actually getting better. it's
2: actually like this is 20 times better than my voice last week as a gift this year my husband and children decided to really remind me what it means to be a mom what does it mean to be a mom what's at the core what's at the root of being a mom body you know what it is clothing. body fluids cleaning up other people's body <laughs> fluids vomit Diarrhea, whatever you, lots of tears, whatever you got for me. So we just made sure everybody had lots of disgusting fluids coming out of them at all times, and then on top of that, make me drive in traffic five hours to and from Philadelphia.
1: Lily, I'd like each you way. To know, Lily, each like you each to, way. to know that when I saw Becky's older daughter after the <laughs> trip, she came to me and gave a big hug, and I it said, was "How was your trip?" She goes, "We went to Tenerife." And that can only be because of how long that drive was, because she thought I think it was a flight, even though it was only to Philadelphia.
2: Yeah. So So that was that's how I am. I'm still reveling in these gifts at the moment. So just so truly in my bones feeling motherhood right now. But at least I'm reminded that life is so fun in my Muna shirt from the concert that I missed because they decided to give me my present early. So they actually started on Friday night and went straight through the whole weekend.
1: (laughs) Allie and I went and we had a lot of fun. That band is amazing. Lily, how are you doing? I got COVID on mother's day. So I'm fuck mother's day. (laughs) Lily, You now have the most COVID of anyone I know. You have three COVID. I know people with four COVIDs. Well, people seem very relaxed where you live.
0: Yeah, I know people who definitely have four COVIDs, Lots but it is a lot party. of COVIDs. Is
2: that because the, it's it's long <laughs> it reminds me? No,
0: no, no. It's
3: not one long COVID. <laughs> Hold the just, mic up closer you. to because I can hear mean No one's worried about getting long COVID because it wouldn't drastically change their lifestyle. Mm-hmm. As someone who oh, we're off
1: COVID, so I'm
2: just. I'm what, just where I live, I just no, think people are they just more...
1: get the siesta every day That's for three do. to five. Their hours.
2: life is yeah. long COVID, Fardum. Yeah. Yeah. They're just always siestaing. But um, Lily, you're gonna be like Ken Marino soon in the new season of Party Down. Where he's had so much COVID, he has no sense of taste or smell. Left. I mean, I
0: hope not. <laughs> it's terrible. It's so. Funny. I think the either. problem is that I got like OG COVID, so I got COVID in 2020. Pretty so. Decade. You got the three vaccines. So, not like otherwise, vaccine. I'd only have two, and I'd be like everybody else who at this point, like most people have had two. You know, i I'm not gonna I'm gonna like Beck, I'm not gonna say <laughs> I'm it, gonna say it. <laughs> I'm, gonna say it I'm gonna jinx you. Uh, but but so it's not fair, like I feel like this three doesn't count because I got the original one and I don't know, like I don't know what to say. But yeah, if there's something around, I'm gonna get it multiple times. But I have to say this time. I was relieved when I figured out it was COVID because I thought I was going to have to the
1: like the new strap, you know what you have. So you just ride it out.
0: Yeah. I was, cause I kept testing negative, but I felt so incredibly terrible that I was like, I've either discovered a new thing. This is the new thing out of like some country that has made it here. And I'm the patient zero, or this has to be a flu or it has to be a COVID. Like I needed to depart- compartmentalize of what this is and finally, when I tested positive, I was like, oh, God, thank God. It's not something else that's like insane or weird.
1: <laughs> um, you would get it, Lily. Again, if, it, if it's
0: out there, I'll get eradicated it.
1: Eradicated, except you got it. You
0: had yeah. the mumps? Pregnant. I had the mumps pregnant. And they had like never seen someone in Europe in like 2019. No, 2020. I got it January 2020. They had never seen anyone like who's vaccinated against the mumps to get a different strain of the mumps. Yeah, I looked like They're, a chipmunk storing was, for winter. It was really bad.
1: Just like we've all heard all our lives. Yeah, yeah, right. That's like yeah. those were the mumps. That's yeah. what they were like. But yeah. then,
0: like the amount of people that kept saying, "Thank God you're not a boy," was wild. Because for men, the mumps is apparently much much worse. Because a lot of other things swell their balls. Really? Yeah. You get mumps like, of the balls. You get mumps yeah. of the balls, and it can make you sterile. Oh, and they're they're like they get very
1: they swollen.
3: Are. I'm just saying just well, elephantitis of the balls is a thing, but
1: but they're thing. not the same disease, no, <laughs> no. I this
2: all is, I have to say this is this is a medical, medical podcast, podcast that he has dreams. dreamed of. It's <laughs> dreamed keep of starting. going down this rabbit hole.
0: Anyways, um, so Mother's okay. Day is I think I have to say though, can I just like hot take? Mother's Day is a little bit bullshit.
2: Oh,
0: like goodness. I I find it such bullshit. It's sort of like and I'm a mom, but I don't care. I find it the amount that we have to say and acknowledge all the people it's a hard day for. I'm like, then let's not make this a thing. Like all the people who oh, have lost right. babies, oh. lost mothers. Exactly. Like, like I, I like, and I feel like I there's so many of those posts and I, 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 who struggled with fertility, like went through a few really rough mother's days and I have a wonderful mother. I'm very grateful. But there are people who have terrible mothers. And I'm just like, I don't know, let's call it like some other day. I don't know. I don't know. And yeah, then, I'm and sure. then, I have to tell you. I do
1: not feel like I have a right to weigh in on this, so I won't. I don't,
0: I don't know. I just. I'm just saying that, like, I I, I congratulate you. my mom. Here's
1: the thing about Father's Day, though, here's the thing about Father's Day. Well, I'm just. Saying- that's the, an
0: even more bullshit holiday. That,
1: that's true, but but what what the difference is is that on Father's Day, like the celebration factor is less because if you ask any father what they want from Father's Day is to be like. No one to talk to them, no response, right? But
2: then I'm like, that's just what you get, like one more freebie day to do whatever you want while right. I have to take care of the kids and everything. But also, just one more thing on Mother's <laughs> every day, day is Father's Day, in my house. and my and one of the other things, exactly <laughs> oh, one of the other Mother's Day things is You're that right. our mom, being the greatest mom in the universe, um when I was like, you know, for Mother's Day, it'd be really nice if I didn't have to like drive to and from Philadelphia. Maybe next year I'll get to celebrate me. She's like, that's not how it works. I'm your mother. You celebrate me. Yeah. Which Um, I feel like, yeah, in our case, to me, it's all
0: about mom. And that's the only reason I'm somewhat invested in it. But otherwise, I just find it. That's really rich. So much work for the moms.
1: Worst at celebrating our mother's father mother's day
0: yeah ever. i find this a, i find this a definitely a hallmark we
2: do holiday thing
1: chandelier fell on her
2: yeah yes we did it's true it was That's like a light it was like a wasn't like a it was like a and was, she
1: had to cook the whole brunch i was
2: gonna say she did and then, cook that and entire then she, brunch. and then she ended up with glass in all of her food <laughs> <She> yeah <laughs> that
0: was eaten. a really bad
1: one or
0: or see, <laughs> the, see this is why i think this is a stupid holiday
1: i think put it this way i think you all The my sisters, my mother, the mothers in this world are amazing people, and I will honor you. Aren't you lucky? I'm told to. You get to
0: enjoy Father's Day and Mother's Day. Look (laughs) at you! The
1: the Mother's Day who were in the mothers who were in proximity got presents. Becky got and it's uh, true. I got a really cool present. Lucky for for them,
2: I got a tabletop like mini fire pit s'mores maker. You know how I feel about marshmallows.
0: Lucky Mm -hmm. for you yeah
2: yeah the i also i also i can be honest i actually did get some incredible presents but i i feel badly bragging because they are i got some really great have presents we talked all around about
1: last year's present for mom though i don't know if we did but it's just worth talking about it again we got her earrings last year like no it was her birthday her birthday that was, that was in was november her birthday oh okay
2: becky That's picked fun. them out no well, it was the internet how was i supposed to know what they really <laughs> looked like
1: they were oh they were bubbles is the only that. word the appropriate okay. word is bubbles Bobbles, they were so very huge. expensive. Bobble, so sweet. She opened them up, she made a big deal. These things were like her head hit the table when she, These when were, she like her earrings were wearing her ears, they were two, yes, two like her poor onyx, head hit the table, two onyx elephantitis balls, <laughs> and mom dutifully put them in her ears you could see her lobes stretching
2: like she was doing gauges
1: <laughs> and she was just smiling so nice decky and i she's trying I to stretch like, her
2: ears take them off. Take them off.
0: <laughs> so I, I wasn't there we, i was on facetime so i couldn't really see and shy's just texting fail abort this is bad
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have to offer to return them <laughs>
1: um let's we're terrible at present let's change subject for, our for a moment let's talk about the biggest news in the entertainment industry and that is the writer strike i want to reiterate by the way our solidarity with the writers in particular um we are uh supporting the um uh emergency fund i have to get the name lily will get the name but the link is in our bio now it's actually going to be one of the permanent, um, one of the permanent things that we're supporting on our podcast. Cause I think that, uh, although we are in total solidarity with the writers, of course, Absolutely. um, uh, regardless of how you feel about this, there are a lot of people, including the writers that are going to be affected by a strike. Um, and, uh, we want to be supportive of those, Folks that are that that will be affected by this, and those folks are obviously going to be not the richest people involved here. It's going to be um, uh, the people with the least amount of resources, um, especially over time as it goes on. So we um, uh, we are giving to the entertainment community fund. I wanted to make that clear. Their their fund, um, and uh, we will continue to be doing that um, because that is where people can get emergency financial assistance while they are not able to receive their salaries um uh but this the it but i think the not that anyone's listening to me i think the writers deserve a fair deal i don't think they're asking for crazy things like you know job security residuals like this is you know and in some ways i feel like just like vhss i was i was i was tom hanks had a great was did an interview spot uh or like a town hall the other day and he was talking about the same thing happened with vhss And then with digital, like the people who are doing the work should continue to benefit from it. Um, Lily Beck, do you agree?
3: Oh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. Kristen? Oh, yeah. I mean, just the work, I mean, working conditions alone, which is always at the root of a labor dispute, the expectation of writers only, you know, they work 18 hours a day. They work sometimes 24 hours a day. The expectations placed upon them physically, um, mentally, um, without long term benefits or anything are kind of ludicrous when you match that with their contribution to society. So,
1: yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, huge. Co- yeah, that's
3: no, well put. Well, no regard for family. I mean, some of the, some of the, this- The signs—I'm sure everybody's been seeing—the collection of um, obviously the signs and the picket lines are a little more clever than your average. I mean, yeah,
1: very, very clever.
3: It's awesome, and they just succinctly—you know—they're like, "What? We shouldn't have families. How are we going to have time for families? How are we going to have, or if we, whether we have, or you know, caretaking for adults? They don't have any breathing room to be able to tend to their personal lives or even develop one. And this has gone on for decades. I mean, all my friends are still in." at a certain point you have to decide or that's kind of the, the understanding in Hollywood. In yeah. Which you're gonna be. And it's also like, it's pretty gross when you, like when they,
0: when you start to be aware of what the like few very people at the top make. Oh, like and, that, that, that's and, just, and, it gets to the point uh, where I understand I, it's a capitalist country. I, I understand, but. I am not against people. Disgusting. At the top of
1: A complex organization that makes a lot of money making a lot of money but you puts all the
0: pressures on them i get that all the responsibilities you, you, on, i get you, that
1: you can't devour your workforce exactly. it is right. absolutely it's abhorrent um and it's in uh, industries like everywhere but
0: you know this is something that they're able to strike thankfully and they should right absolutely. be able to and some i read to this morning that someone um was saying like this is our lot like this is the last chance where it'll actually be effective because if these ai things go through and like th- they'll be bulldozed and by the time there's an opportunity again no one will give a shit so like this is like the window of actually making people try and give a shit so hopefully now
1: work. now the last writer strike which we remember um Ha- Let, let's make it let's, right. now. Now, look, we've said our serious part. Now we can play around with this a little bit, and 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 this is we don't write this show, so <laughs> <laughs> we we clearly well, in advance. <laughs> But the previous writer's strike, Lily, what are you've been doing some research on the impact on the yeah, actual so final product. So now we're gonna move far it's away. It's interesting. From it, although
0: you know so much site, like the deep dives you've done on this writer's strike are really impressive. I'm reading so, every
1: article. I'm yeah, fascinated so I left up some it. room I'm, you know for
0: you to comment on that. But so three that stuck out to me was like this has been coming back around, and I don't think I realized it at the time, but the whole season two of Friday Night Lights.
1: Yes, that was told to me by a friend. Of mine. Why
2: Was it yeah. written by by non-union writers? Is that it? What do you mean?
0: Well, I think that what happened was is that they started off a path, down a path that I don't know if it would have ended up the way it was, how they handled the Landry killing someone and then covering up a crime. I think that they had started the story before the strike and then they had to finish it and basically everybody blames and it was t- like it was not handled well and it ended up being this ludicrous and it's the worst season of the show and I mean, you can everybody correlates season. Everybody correlate. It's been it's been officially correlated with the writer's strike that 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 Landry. And it isn't um,
2: also one of the other big things from the writer's strike was just the explosion of reality. reality. I I, that's the apprentice apprentice. Donald Trump Trump may not
0: have been president if it wasn't for the writer's. strike.
1: I got a few other comments. But anyways, on that one, but no one hates reality, which is not fair, obviously, to say, but no one hates reality TV more than me or hates. I don't know. I just, I'm not interested in it. I love the things that writers create. Like, I love the stories. I get so excited. Even when I, like, when I see all the pieces come together and it's by design, I just, or or even when you have something that's partially scripted, but you have brilliant improvisers, right? Like, But the I explosion of that is definitely people. of these
0: unscripted shows are
1: 100% yeah, connected absolutely. to this. And, and,
0: and, and the renewal, right? Of The Apprentice and the... Like pushing of The Apprentice, which gave him a huge platform, is definitely connected to that. Um,
1: studios have to... Which is the studios
0: are to blame, not the writers who were striking, obviously. But that's an interesting, like, you know, cultural studies angle to look at all these years later, right? It's like 13 years later or 15 years later, something like that.
1: Um, Here's a question. Okay. With the current writer's strike, like, what are your biggest fears slash predictions of certain shows like i can't tell you how relieved i am that succession is ending before a strike because
0: sure but but i'm gonna give it i'm gonna
1: perfect a a season of television as i've ever okay
0: but i'm gonna play devil's advocate for a second and just give a positive that people credit the writer's strike for saving breaking bad which is like one of the greatest feats of television ever even though you guys haven't seen it it's phenomenal and they were going to make some serious like decisions story-wise, but because they had to stop and not work, they didn't make those decisions, then had time to think about it. And when they went back to work, they were like, No, let's not do that. And it would have like ruined the show. It would have taken the show in a completely different direction. And the they've said, and the the showrunner has said, you know, because of the strike, we had more time to ruminate on our where our story went and it ended up being really amazing. So Could be, you never know. Could save shows.
3: There was a spoiler for succession, but I, but it was a writer's strike sign. Can I say it or no?
1: I don't know. Becky
0: hasn't seen it.
1: No, no, no. Okay, no, no. Okay. We're also deep. I think Becky's on mute. I'm caught up on the show. Okay. You're saying this is for later in the season? Hmm?
3: I'm not caught up on the show, but this, it's, it was. I mean, this is...
1: Don't say it. Okay, well. Don't say it then, because I'm so deeply invested in...
0: No, if she's not... I don't... There can't be spoilers for episodes
3: that haven't aired yet. I mean, spoilers for your audience, because I didn't know this factoid until I saw the sign, and now I'm like, should I even continue with the show? I already know this very... Oh, I think we know what you're talking no, about. I know and what anybody, you're
1: about and it's actually an amazing element of the show. Okay. The, okay. Big, yeah. the big thing that happened yes. a few episodes in. Yes. Is yeah. probably one of the most genius ballsy.
3: Wait, you don't mean a few episodes in for the actual? You mean for this
1: season? For this season. Yeah, for this season. It's yeah. One of the most yeah. genius ballsy things okay. I've ever and seen. And 100 percent worth watching. I think I,
2: already, I think I already read about it, so it doesn't yeah. matter.
1: I mean, everyone kind of knows now, and it makes it amazing. Okay. Um. Uh. So yeah, do you have so so for me? Like, I'm grateful for the shows that. Are wrapping up beforehand because I wouldn't want to see them, you know, get strung out. Are there are there things that you're afraid of, Lily? That will get
0: no. I I mean, I I feel like there are some shows, and maybe they'll remain unnamed, that have been like they've gone downhill before the strike. So I'm just sort of like I've already like mourned a few shows this year that I'm like, oh, that ruined it, or this is not a good third season if you will and <laughs> and 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 um and so i I can't say that like i'm excited for what i'm watching right now i feel like i'm watching a really bunch of good things right now i was talking to the great um hen drachman um the director or the, the filmmaker um actor and she was like enjoy it now because there's nothing else gonna like you're not gonna have anything else to watch soon so i was guess i'm more worried about the drought that i'll experience yeah i wasn't aware of that really because i was like oh so many new things have come back i'm so excited but once i you finish mean, them
1: it's gonna be a different drought though because the amount of streaming there is now right like this is the- there's
2: always something to watch i was actually gonna say i don't mind a little bit of a drought because i get so overwhelmed by the amount of content it's, that's out there and the things that I missed, to catch up that I'm like, Oh, there's no point in even watching it. People aren't even talking about this anymore. And so I'm like, Oh, now I can, that's fine. Let's have like there's a little no summer
1: reruns anymore. Right. There's no, there's no breather. Like the minute shows, right. eight, there's a new, there, there's no time off. I mean, that's crazy. There's no time off. But then it the doesn't, I guess, well, Yeah, and things like
0: that I didn't even know were things that I should be watching is The Great about Catherine the Great. Apparently, should be watching that. Mrs. Davis. I I didn't know that that was a thing about.
1: I think you'd really like blind spotting.
0: Well, I'm sure I would like that. There's something to catch up on. The show. I think you'd really like Mrs. David, which what recommended about with Jody Comer on Amazon. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's, that it's looks about cool. like fighting AI or whatever. <laughs> Very appropriate. Um, and so I, I, yeah, I'm like, oh man, there's for my drought, there, there's plenty of things to catch up on. So yeah, I guess it's not as, I more feel like bad for the people that are in production of stuff and like maybe getting the jumpstart on their career that they always wanted. And now it's going to just like get killed. Like all these things are just going to get you know, stopped, but it's like a sacrifice, I guess. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know what, I don't, I'm not aware enough to know what would be ruined.
1: Beck, I is guess. there anything you're uh, thinking about? I, I I'll say the thing that I miss that I miss a lot that like is a service to our country is all of the great like political comedy that keeps the yeah honest that's a good point that is yeah. stalled out right now i miss seth myers and colbert and like it's all just are reruns. they
2: just are they oh it's just reruns. they're reruns. just like they don't, yeah. don't yeah. have and,
1: and 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 i think like and people have said those are the immediate and, and i think those writers that's a gutsy group of people right because they're the ones that are going to take the brunt the quickest and they're on the front mm-hmm. lines of this but in terms of like actual good, there that, are actual journalists is, right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> so. I mean the good that's done for our society, like we're you know, not only not only could we be ending up with more reality TV, but we're we're missing some of our greatest commentators. Right yeah, now. and I feel like the newest,
2: like the good reality TV technology. must have writers like Indian matchmaking. Which there's is the there's best there have to be writers on ever. that show. Yeah, it's you know scripted reality. Yeah, you, so like have, the good stuff isn't gonna even
3: be
1: happening (laughs) have you seen jewish matchmaking i still well that's on my catch up i started started it i started it
3: i didn't want to watch it until i got permission i
2: started it
0: (laughs) permission i don't want to watch it there's nothing about that show and maybe i'm racist for loving so like the indian matchmaking i can't tell you how much i love that show
2: I have but to tell I don't you, know if I have bad. not, I have not watched the whole first episode because like I said, I've been cleaning up a lot of mess, but I've watched part of the first episode. And so far I would say, I think her name is Aliza is the Jewish matchmaker. matchmaker? I feel I like she Instagram has a lot of, her. I feel like she has a lot of Jewish wisdom to impart on people. That's great. And, it you know, I would say. it. No, it and and I would say yeah, and I, I would say so far the people that are coming on are no better or no worse than the people on Indian, Indian matchmaking looking looking for love. Like they're no better, no worse. They're like pretty much on par. You get a little bit of everything.
1: So it's you like get even like even cultural, cu-
2: yeah, cultural like,
1: examination. It's not like-,
2: like like I would say there's one character who's this. Israeli American guy living in LA, who lives with his parents. Like thirty, he like lives with his parents. He's obsessed with his mom, and he's basically like, my mom has to pick a wife for me. And he's like, not even Orthodox or anything. Like they're not. It's not like oh, like that kind of. It's just like such an intent. Like when you think about your worst fear as a Jewish woman marrying into a Jewish family right. Right. and the mother in law having total and complete control over the son. I'm like, yep, this is it. This where is that one. Like, that's only one, where, you, mom. Yeah, that's the one where like my eyebrow was like a little raised. But but, um, but it's but,
0: interesting culturally because in the Indian matchmaking show, which again that? I fully endorse, that happens sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you'll get situations like that. Yeah, and and I'm like that's
2: a real thing. And then you also a cultural have, thing. But so far they're showing lot. You know the the matchmaker has a great line. She goes, "There's 15 million Jews in the world, and there's 15 million different ways to be Jewish." and I'm like oh, yeah so nice. and then and then with each couple with each sorry with each person you're meeting so far again haven't even finished the first episode so I can't like fully endorse the show but so far with each person that you're meeting that she's going to do matchmaking for they're incredibly different in how they identify and how they practice but they're... is it as exciting as Indian matchmaking no of course not because <laughs> oh, I'm oh, Jewish I? so I just like don't find it as I, exciting I find it that, but I find the matchmaking yeah. so exciting because Seema Auntie. but also Seema I Auntie love. had some great tricks up her sleeve that I can't imagine the Jewish like matchmaking you like, don't, don't do Face readers, we, we don't, don't do have
3: face we, we have tarot we cards. Reading. Tell me,
2: face reading is that I would show
0: you. It's like this this man that has been doing this for seventy years. He's very experienced. So it's not just anyone. This yeah. is his job, and he's in India. And she goes. She lives in India, so she's traveling all over. You'll get New Delhi. You'll get Mumbai. You'll get New York. Oh, you'll get oh, LA. Like she's going everywhere. And when she's in India, she'll pop up like on her phone picture. It's like just be like a picture. Of one of her clients and be like, read read her face, and then that he's like, well, she was divorced, <laughs> she was, and she, oh, but she will have a happy marriage. The match that she has, yes, I'm looking at her face, she will be happy, and then she'll he'll look at another one and he'll be like, no, this person's never going to be happy.
1: <laughs> so wait, this is what oh, I a, expect dang. Kristen to, to come in with come in with something. like I was history. actually a, mass, a match a face reader.
2: match in a face co- I reader. studied face matching, <laughs> reading. reading.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which So where is And then the tarot eye cards eye eye are eye
2: also eye fascinating. Eye. I'm actually
3: pretty cocky about my interpretation of affects. Sometimes it gets me in trouble like with Nancy Salzman or Salzman. I was like she's clearly a sociopath and it turns out <laughs> she's not. I de- I definitely I tend toward negative bias with thinking almost everyone's a
1: serial
0: but, like, killer. So maybe if you, you shouldn't, know, shouldn't be a face reader. shouldn't be a face Kristen
1: reader. Kristen and I were chatting with a, a of mine or an acquaintance of mine and he walked away and Kristen says that man has dead eyes he's a sociopath stay away from it at all costs well
0: that's
3: a very good skill to have though yeah it's a vibe I mean it's like I think actually in reality I think it's a pheromone thing I think it's just because I'm so hyper vigilant so it's like someone gives off a pheromone of danger it could be their that's smart though but that's smart not relaxed I don't know if you'd be like the right person
0: on these shows because you i'm more like run it's danger and they're trying something positive out of their happen but but i just don't know if jews like have enough tricks up their sleeve for matchmaking the indian community so i just like how much i find this show so interesting because there's so much but i guess you know jewish matchmaking is quite famous
3: i have several indian friends indian american friends who certainly suffered at the hand of the matchmaking
2: Oh, Oh, interesting. interesting. And then, and and then matchmaking versus the pressure to stick. Yeah.
3: It's usually a mom son dynamic when the son isn't, isn't too interesting. Mom be so involved. Lily, what else Mm -hmm. have you been watching? Oh,
0: I've been,
1: you're deep into. Okay.
0: So I'll just go quick on my list.
1: Well, we'll get to cannibalism soon, too.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we all saw this movie. Farnham, I 100% recommend it. Keep the change. Yes. Um, it's, it was so beautiful. It's from two thousand sixteen. Is that correct?
3: she won? Yeah, she. It was two thousand and seventeen for Tripod Seventeen. So she produced it. Did you know that already? No, Shy informed
0: me. Oh, okay. I was like, that's a coincidence. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful movie. Uh, Shy, where can people watch it?
1: People. I don't can remember watch now, I it saw it on, now. I, I I ordered it on Amazon Prime. This is a buy, by the way. This is like a hundred yeah. percent. It's a
0: a beautiful yeah. movie about. It's a rom com. About, um, like two people who meet by sort of like a, a meet cute at a support group, but the entire cast is played by people that ha- are autistic and, and different, you know, obviously ranges of that. And it's not right, exactly, neurodivergent. And, um, the idea is that you're immersed in their world as opposed to it being about. Um yeah, people who uh are versus are not or neurotypical versus whatever, anyways. So it's it's a really beautiful film and I highly recommend it. it was then
1: amazing. I, amazing. That's one of the best yeah. ones I've seen in a long time. Yeah.
0: Loved Wellman. Well, Man- well love I love Celeste Barber. I like Wellmania. It's a fun thing to watch. Yeah. I love her book so much more than the show. So if you're gonna invest in something, Celeste Barber, I think her book is really great. Her, her new book and the show is fine. I, I think it's it should nice just been a movie only a
3: few seasons. Yeah. It seems like it, there is a lot of extra
0: extra. I, th- I don't know why it wasn't. A, these, sometimes I get so confused with these necklace things. I'm like, I I think this was supposed to be a movie and they got put in accidentally in the wrong pile because the story is great for a movie and for a show. it just seems like too much, but I love her. I do really love her and I love what she's about. Um, Beef shocked me. I was not interested in watching well, I it. I heard thought, it's
2: quite the drama, right? Like I it's not funny. It episodes,
1: but I I, 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 didn't. It didn't take for me. But I, but I was deep into like other- a
2: COVID, like
0: depression because I couldn't. I was so sick, and um, again, recommended by Ken Drachman. Um, shout out to her in this whole episode. Uh, it was very well done, dark, different. And I'm glad I stuck it out. And I and it's I think I thought it was really interesting. It has a lot of interesting things to things to say about society and yeah, it's and the Asian community and just people in general. So I think it's and and moms and women. It's really interesting. Um, Working moms. I finished it. That's like one of my favorite shows ever. Catherine Reitman is a genius. They ended it so beautifully um the seven seasons and she's just so great and it's really nice when a show you love ends nicely as opposed to like the ending being a trash heap so i'm glad um queer eye season seven i just love that show i already watched an ep, but i'm gonna dose it out because
2: that shows pure joy um, it's also like a lot to watch to binge i feel like I can't you can to dose it show. out of it you need I do. to dose it out. yeah i get a lot but, of joy yeah it was.
0: and then yellow jackets which um, we can talk about queer eye we can talk about yellow jackets and Hold then on. a book i really want to recommend i'm I not know, talking so I... about yellow jackets
1: here's the thing at yellow <laughs> here's the thing yellow jackets when we were at south by we went to this amazing yellow jackets party where they had turned Becky got,
0: entire, got me a sweatshirt
1: they had turned the entire building mm-hmm. into camp yellow jackets and they they leaned like really into the cannibalism, cannibalism. like there was <laughs> there was like a too lot, much like meaty beefy barbecue there's not that like, much
0: cannibalism all, in the show so it's just like a bit
1: of a misdirect definitely not human meat was what they were called or whatever it was it was just i couldn't eat it and so i i i don't it seems like
2: like as soon as somebody says you're you're not eating human meat and you're like well then you're like chewing it on a piece of like a piece of medium rare
1: do they do you just
2: feel
0: like you're eating someone's eye i'm not not gonna ruin it but the point is that you're not
2: ruining it because i'm never gonna watch it
3: first because then the meat is more preserved See, Kristen has
1: the What's your... Please
2: tell us, Kristen, about how to consume human meat oh, safely. Good.
1: First
3: of all, I want to say that I've been on a strict vegan diet for heart health. So, <laughs> not, <laughs> you know, I think everyone should cut back on their meat. But agreed. Um, I, I did have a time period in my life where I had the privilege of to work in Papua a little bit, and so this is more of like a you have been ev- wow. It's sort of like a throat. Barnum knows everything about everything. No, Farnham knows about a half an inch deep of everything that (laughs) anyway. So in the pot, you know, there's a stereotype that all Papuans are cannibals, but it used to be ritualistic, but because it's so like a common understanding in the culture of what it used to be now people will. And there's, you know, there's a lot of alcoholism, like what happens in very impoverished Mm -hmm. places and then with the dynamic with, you know, missionary experiences and there's a lot of sad stuff going on. So often when, if you have a family member that like sort of disappeared and you don't really know what happened to them, it's always just, they got eaten by cannibals.
1: Interesting. That's, like,
3: that's a thing. So like our, one of my drivers would be like, he's like, oh, I really miss my brother. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. What happened to him? He's oh, like, fuck oh, cannibals. And I'm like, what? and then you know you get like more into you know you speak with an actual anthropologist and they're like it's more like if you get drunk and you fall in the river and an alligator eats you it's more respectable to say that it was cannibalism interesting so it's like a way to 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 describe a disappearance but like to retain some kind of honor about it Yeah. okay interesting Um, but it
0: was it's just i think the so so far i think the the characters in the show retain their honor so far and, okay. and it's very, for I think I've seen between the first season and what I've seen so far four four episodes into the, or five of into the second season, there's very little cannibalism <laughs> for the amount of TV hours I have watched of this show. It is definitely not, a, so far, it's not a huge part of the show. And there is one episode where, yes, they finally do eat someone. But I, at that point I was like, oh my God, eat someone already. Right. right? What is the show right, even right. about? Do it
3: or don't. Do it or like, don't. Like, yeah,
0: you're going to do it or don't. And like, if you need to survive, and it's barbecued, like I don't know what else to say. Octopus, octopi are very intelligent,
3: right? People
2: eat them all the time. We all saw the documentary.
3: We know
0: we do not
2: eat them in our house, right? But people normally do,
3: right?
0: And like, it's a common thing. And people eat all kinds of like crazy animals. So if you had to survive, I'm like, I
3: don't, I don't know. It It seems very understandable. I mean, you, it's good. It with the Donner party, we discovered mm. it's best to start with the quad, it's the most protein to fat ratio. You got to stay away from the liver, the kidneys with humans because you don't know what's in there. It's not right, it's toxic. Eat. Yeah, oh wow, All right,
2: because right, it, yeah, it's, they could Just be saying, toxic. You know, There's
3: they're sweet uh, meats and they're sweet uh, meats. Right? Okay. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. That's and that's the name of the
1: episode. Episode. Uh, Sweet Meats. And I would like
2: a Sweet T-shirt. Uh, uh, <laughs>
1: Becky, take us to what is probably going to be the biggest conversation point here of the show you've been watching.
2: I, which one are you referring to on the my diplomat. list? I can't imagine. I don't know oh, the oh, diplomat. No. The diplomat. I we've had. Well, I, I watched the baby. first episode and I said to Shy, I'm like, I. I think it's interesting, but I can't tell because your work is so boring to me. that <laughs> I, Like it's very hard to overcome that hurdle of how boring this is, but I think it's an interesting show. And I got through the first episode. That's what I could tell you. Um, also, we'll, we're going to get to this. Try as you might, you can't make Carrie Russell look ugly. You can't make her look plain. They, <laughs> they, they, they leave her the 11s. That's for those yeah. of us out there that
3: aren't doing the things. They're like, yeah, it's, it's new again to be. I find it makes her age. look
2: even more beautiful. The fact that they don't put makeup on or they make it look like she's not wearing makeup, that her hair is messy, that she's always really? like. Like I find her, she's just, yeah. She's, she's so just, gorgeous. Like so gorgeous. And a great Anyway, Anyways, actress. so, so Farnham, being someone who has you know, worked and lived in this world. What would you find? Oh, uh, by the way, The Diplomat is about diplomats. There you go. That's it's what not, it's about, U.S. diplomats. It's not
1: diplomats. A place in no, no, no. Uh, Washington, D.C. But it's um,
3: not chi- it's not like, and I liked Madam Secretary for its place, but it's not a be right. chi- like.
2: No, 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 no. it's yeah. like a. Uh,
1: Supposed to
3: be
2: a very and not even like Aaron Sorkin-y with exactly, like lots of quick dialogue. Lot, it's just exactly. yeah, it's just like a norm. So, what would you say is the most unrealistic part versus the most realistic part of this show? Um, the fact that they referred to
3: NDI as the NDI three times, I was like, like the National Democratic Institute. Exactly, I'm like, nobody calls it the N-D-N-I. when they're like that was
1: ODNI,
3: NDI, NDI. Like you just say NDI,
1: ODNI. Wait. The office. National, of the, say it in a sentence. The National Defense, sorry, the National Democratic Institute. Yes. NDI. Yes. No one talks keep it saying it. The
3: NDI. The NDI. I the NDI. I you were NDI. There's one OD episode.
1: ODI the Office of the Director no. of National Intelligence. Which you oh my god,
3: this about conversation's about. so boring. I
1: mean, Jesus. I
0: know.
3: I know. Sorry. Look. <laughs> yeah. Use it in a yeah. so sentence. Let me, let me say. Let me. Let me. Let <laughs> don't me. Don't use it. I'm <laughs> the only one who's seen the entire season. So oh. I'm just saying that was the only um, that error. That was the only suspension
2: of the Oh, wow. But otherwise it's so realistic.
3: The first episode, of course, it's, you know, the first 10 minutes I was doing my breathing exercises and I was like, well, (laughs) give this a chance. Because this is the first time I've actually endeavored to watch something that I've never seen Zero Dark Thirty. I've never seen any of these things. Oh, really? It's too close to home and it's too, Mm -hmm. anyway. But um, what I did really appreciate, if people aren't interested in diplomacy necessarily, I thought the couple dynamics writing for not just the main couple, but the supporting interesting. couple.
1: That's what my I mom said. She's there for the couple. She's there for the Something ships. that I loved, I know it's, I know it's, they create, you know, they create sort of dramatic things going on, but I do know a number of incredible couples where they, both of the people yeah. are these just amazing diplomats, sometimes both sort of ambassadors and the sacrifices they have to make and the toll it takes on a family I think it is fascinating that they chose to show that because that exists yes. quite a bit.
3: And the competition they're in.
1: Like this right. particular they are, couple. They are inherently competitive. Even uh, the couples I know ha- like, do a beautiful job of navigating that. But because of the way the system is set up, you are inherently in competition. Yeah.
3: But this is, okay, here's a, in, very interesting thing that maybe doesn't exist with other couple dynamics that would be portrayed on television that I do think reflects real life. I've had a relationship myself that I had to end for such a reason. There's this whole moral ethical thing that comes into play with your job. And you know so much about what the other person, how they've acted, what they did, what the ramifications were. Without giving anything away, we're not sure that the main couple is going to stay together because one of them has done something that the other finds interesting. egregious. in a dip- Like you constantly, compromised like i'm not sure i'm so attracted to you anymore
1: because of something you did professionally because of something
3: you did professionally that had ramifications you didn't intend them to be but now i'm not sure i can anyway they grapple with that but i wanted to just say what i do think is good about it writ large for society is we have so much of this pro military and i worked around the military nothing to take away from it we have just excavated every possible scenario for a military experience because of the past 20 years where we've been in. But we don't have enough shows um, promoting diplomacy as, you know, something to aspire to. I think young people watching this, like in their early 20s, would actually be like, hey, this might be something I want to do.
1: And I would say, like, for my generation, I remember... Well there's nine eleven, but there was also the West Wing. The West Wing emphasized diplomacy a lot. You didn't see deployment it was
3: dom- it was domestic. Or I mean it was for the times.
1: Right, but but they still the Secretary of State was still Absolutely. a character. They'd Absolutely. still, you know, negotiate something. They still have to make tough choices. They still like there was that element where it, it celebrated. Talking through differences yep. that I think encourage that in a different way. So, so
3: you do it recommend also does it. it with the internal absolutely. This does have oh, okay. internal dynamics between the intelligence community, um, state, everybody internally having to figure out what is the best thing to do for the United States in that moment. Is that sounds not actually that interesting? Just trust me, it's very well <laughs> written. And I also want to give a shout out to their casting director, Julie Schubert. I think the casting in this I mean, aside from the known knowns, um, she mind. Yeah, I think they're just people. I, they're the it's the kind of performances where then I've looked up these other people to go see what they're in, even if they have minor roles, because I can trust that whatever they're in is going to be. They take they take good roles. Um, fascinating. Yeah. Cool. All right, so we got to dig into that. Big endorsement. All right. Back.
2: Anything else before Back, you else? Um, jump off? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm I'm watching. Barry season three which I really can only which I only really watch one episode at a time because I find it I find it so depressing so depressing but I will say the actress that plays Sally I feel like she's my most improved player over the course because the first season she's just so honestly like her character is so annoying and so basic but like how they evolve her, where she's still this pretty terrible character and terrible person, but you understand her layer so much more, is one of the most interesting character developments I've seen because I don't like her anymore. I just think she just makes so much more sense. Like her terribleness somehow is richer and more interesting and drives this, her like story the way it drives forward. So I, I, I actually, it's like, one of those funny times where i don't like the character but i actually really love watching her <laughs> the same time uh but that show is extremely depressing some yeah. it's very dark yeah um i'm watching about i saw the live action pinocchio with my kids because they were homesick um
1: is, is it because that i keep asking your daughter about if she's friend geppetto I keep asking her how geppetto's doing as if geppetto's yeah. a real kid
2: yeah that vlad finally put it on
1: pachetto's not real
2: pachetto's not real so we watched the cartoon and the other one and i have to tell you while it's a a true living nightmare that movie (laughs) like there's nothing about that that is short of absolutely terrifying it's an amazing way to 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 like fear tactic, teach kids lessons. I'm like, see Miri, if you go with a stranger, you're going to get locked in a cage and that there won't be a Jiminy cricket to rescue you. So I'm like, I was like, if you drink beer, you're going to turn into a donkey. And I keep like telling her all of these. (laughs) So she's just watching it. And we're just instilling a just sheer terror into her of all the things she should have done. It's like, that's what happened to bad little kids. So um, it's useful in that way, I suppose uh absolutely terrifying um yeah that's about it
1: and uh, um cool and then i'll just wrap with uh well uh, sorry barnum you have a few more things that you're watching
3: yeah um i just finished uh the second uh season of feel good with may martin who um also has a new comedy special out that i really enjoyed um my friend phil Berger, my old friend phil Berger, is on that show shout out to phil um lisa kudrow plays the mom she's brilliant have you Uh, seen this show do you know who Mae martin is no oh she's awesome really Mm -hmm. good comedian um that's really cool and uh feel good (laughs) yeah she's it's a good it's a good supporting role for her um well oh and speaking of queer eye thanks to your children shy and your wife i'm now back because we watched an episode i haven't watched queer eye in years i'm like we were so fist pumping the air. We were so excited for people being able to express themselves. Your children were like, the world can be a wonderful. It was just so.
1: It's always that so show uplifting is good for just, society. It's
3: so good for society. Yeah. It's so important. It's um, I'm stoked to be back. Um, and then, oh, Lady Dynamite, which you and I talked about. I love Maria Bamford for all of her support of mental health in the community and honesty. And Judd Apatow's support of her and um, Patton Oswald's and how you know, they've really gone out of their way to bring this stuff to the fore, but just, and it's, you know, it's an older show, but like everyone ever who's ever been a comedian for, everyone is in that show. Everyone has a cameo in that That's show. Awesome. Like there's literally no <laughs> one who isn't in that. Even Judd Apata is in that show himself. So give it a go. If you haven't already, it's weird. It's wacky. But it's also densely written, as is Southside. Other people are probably already familiar with Southside. The third season, I haven't finished because it gets a little... The writing is starting to get a little more esoteric or something. But for the first two seasons, it's the most densely joke-written show I think I've ever really? seen. Like, you want to, like, you're like, that was too funny, but I didn't get to laugh enough. I have to rewind. I didn't catch everything. It's awesome. And also, the all the characters in it are... You just really accomplished Chicago-based improv comedians and writers. Ooh, awesome. Oh, they're like very, yeah, renowned, renowned performers. And then, um, oh, Ted Lasso, keeping up with the Ted Lasso puts me in a good mood, especially And really they're taking on some more, you know, they're always taking on something. It's a little bit like, it's a little preachy about how we should all be better people, but I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. And shout out to our friend Sophia
1: who's Sophia in, Barclay the, was just on episode Barclay. 10. Oh, really? The international yeah. break. She plays um uh Roy Kent's sister, the doctor. We finally see her because they show the little kids' birthday party.
3: Phoebe's mom? Yeah. She plays Phoebe's mom.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And Phoebe's one of the close friends and one of Becky's closest friends. Who secretly made who secretly made a cameo in the previous season as the doctor? She the was movie. the ER doctor. Oh. But we didn't know who okay. And I'll just say, like, just to armchair quarterback this show, in my picture this season, they would have made her a full recurring regular and had her and Jamie Tart have a romance. Oh, I like it. Um, while right. Jack and Tart then and Roy Kenner becoming friends. Right.
3: Like
0: that's what yeah. I would have done.
1: Sophia's a fabulous actor and would have been such a great that would have been a yeah. great thread. There are other threads I would I am far less interested this yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but episode 10. I'm halfway through episode 10. We didn't finish watching it, but it brings back Sam Richardson as a Khufu, the head of
0: the Nigerian
1: Rich Guy. He's great. And he is hilarious in that role. He's such good physical comedy,
3: too. (laughs) Oh, last shot, John, the new John Mullaney special. This is his post addiction or post. Right, right. No, post. How was that? I also, it was good. I mean, okay, this is really controversial. Okay. Maybe not quite as funny as when he used to be coked up, but, um, <laughs> but no, he's healthy, looking good. Um, I recommend it. Very cool. cool. Hopefully he, you know, can stay the course and seems a lot. Happy. Yeah. I mean, one hopes. Uh, he's a dad now. He's a dad uh, now. That
1: uh, should help. I, I am, I, I've had a great run in the movie theater. So Guardians of Galaxy 3, you know, I loved because we dedicated a whole episode to it then are you there god is me margaret saw with my daughters and wife for mother's day amazing like not just like your average coming i'm of so age. glad
0: that they did I a good job I thought it
1: was amazing um i thought it was just like a fabulous 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 movie you you know i, I um the the actors are amazing in it uh softy ben softy plays the dad um and uh rachel mcadams plays the mom they they are supposed to be a non-jewish non-jewish uh,
0: a, a jewish right jewish
1: husband and a non-jewish wife and religion is a huge part of it part of the it's part, huge part of the book it's a huge part of the book so it's huge it's really well cast in terms of that you know i'm conflicted because kathy bates you know we we always advocate for complex jewish women women getting to be cast in those roles yeah. regardless of that right regardless of that kathy bates just blows you away as the grandmother. And she reminds me so much of our grandmother that it, it was a pretty, there were times where I was like, is that Kathy Bates? Like I had to go on IMDB because she oh, disappeared into weird. this role so well. And it was, and it was a very rich character. It was, they did such a good job not making the characters caricatures. Um, and so beautiful, beautiful, beautiful movie. And then I saw evil dead rise in the theater with uh, my buddy Ranjit and um it was like going on a roller coaster ride at a theme park it was abject abject terror like oh my um, god it sounds awful but it had some great great references to the other movies and Alyssa sutherland Alyssa sutherland who plays the the demon mom from vikings oh she's from vikings josh will be happy you That's totally that. an actress the, i think that was one of the most iconic evil dead performances right like there are the evil dead performances from bruce campbell from uh from De lorenzo and and ray santiago who are in ash versus evil dead there are you know they're all of those they're they're one they're ones that sneak in in each installment and her and her role as L, the the haunted mom, I think go, will go down as just the physical acting she does. And they did amazing makeup, but they used her features. Which
3: are, yeah, very striking. She's an interesting face. Right. She, she she
1: she was really amazing and made that movie, uh, like really elevated it to a whole other level. Um, and I think we've talked about everything else that I want to talk about right now. So Lily, where can people follow you and Becky?
0: At FM Sisters on the Gram.
1: Kristen to you, you sec, you're not going to let anyone op know. Sec. Okay. So no one's going to know where you no, actually, can follow you the, on. The this
3: real show. thing is that I'm just so bad with devices and checking them in social media. It's like, it you're cool great at show coffee. recommendations. Call me. Can... We'll go have a cup of coffee instead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you can follow me at pancake for a table, all of Friday night movie stuff at Friday night movie or Friday night Our theme song is by what does it eat? And thanks so much for doing this guys. Bye. Lil. Bye. Bye. Bye.